Welcome to the Go After Your Passion podcast with Christina Crowley. Live a life you love. If not now, when? Here's Christina. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I have as my guest, Lee Mariano. She is a former Marine who is now a life and success coach for women seeking change in their life or career. Now, Lee provides transformational change for ambitious, career-driven women who want to increase their self-confidence, rediscover the power of their voice, and successfully lead their lives and businesses with grace. Welcome, Lee. Thank you so much, Christina. I'm glad to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. And so tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So as you mentioned in, in the introduction, I am a former Marine. I served in the Marine Corps for just under eight years. I was actually uh, assigned to the Pentagon um, for my last you know, couple of years in the Marine Corps. So that was really exciting. I loved it. Um, but I'm currently a chief people officer at a cybersecurity company. So I definitely understand the, the need and the goal for you know, growing your career and the ambition. Um, I'm married to a wonderful husband and I have two great sons. I'm actually a, a Nona grandmother to two beautiful little small ones um, who keep us busy every time they come over and visit. Um, but, you know, my career has gone through the ups and downs that many others maybe have as well. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was a, I was a legal secretary at law firms. Um, but I wanted something else for my career. So that's where I set a goal and a plan that I was going to level up my own career. And I was going to get to that, um, that epitome of that, of the, you know, the C-suite, corner office, faux mahogany furniture, uh, expense account. I wanted all of that. Um, and when I got it, I realized, you know, I made it. I made it to where my, you know, where I wanted to be but now it's time for me to give back. So I'm very excited about uh, what I'm doing now and, and how I am able to help others. That's amazing. It sounds like you've had a wonderful career and you're a multi-passionate woman. Yes, I am. So what is the catalyst that, that has pulled you throughout your life? You know, it's the, I, I tell this story um, and I think the catalyst for me, what really drives me is when someone says I can't do something. So for example, when I was, you know, prior to going into the Marine Corps, I went right in after high school. Um, when I was talking about that decision, others around me um, were negative Nellies is what I call them, negative gremlins mm -hmm. of you can't do that. Women don't go into the Marines. That's too tough. You should go into another armed services, one that's really made for women. And so, exactly. <laughs> and so for me, instead of becoming dejected or disappointed, I actually said, wait a minute. If you don't think I can do it, stand back and let me show you I can do it. And so that's really what drove me, you know, for that eight years. And I always say I was a hard charging Marine where I was, you know, very hardcore because I wanted to prove that I could make it, that I could do it. And that's what drove me those, you know, eight years. When I got out, um, you know, I was a legal secretary and I loved what I did. 
I knew that I wanted to do something else with my career. But then as you start looking at careers and what to do and where to go, you began hearing about the glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. You began hearing about the the number of women who weren't in the C-suite or who weren't on the boards of companies and who weren't in those executive positions. And when you think of women of color, it's even worse. And so for me, that was my driving force. Okay, women aren't in the C-suite. They aren't in the boardrooms. I'll show you how to, how to do that. I'll show you that I can make that happen. And that was really my catalyst for my career, just that driving force of, I know I can do this. I know I can uh, do better, be better, do more with my career. And that's really how you know, I've gotten to where I am today. And you got to that C-suite. And, exactly. and so that must have been a really proud moment in your life. I mean, you were an accomplished Marine, you had a career, then you got to the C-suite and, and, you know, and then, but yet you, you kept on changing, you kept on following your passion, which is, I think, I think as humans, we kind of, it's, it's exciting that we do that. So tell me, where's your passion today? So my passion really is helping women get to that next level. Um, because I know while my career took a certain path and I had my, you know, my particular drive to get to the level I'm at, I understand what it's like to feel that you're being held down, that you're not given the opportunities, that you're, you know, your confidence has been impacted because you're being constantly told you can't do something or women aren't able to achieve certain things. And I want to break that apart. I want to break that down because women have such power and strength and knowledge and the the level of skills that we bring and the diversity of knowledge that we can bring to organizations and, and leadership positions and board positions. What we bring is so powerful. And I don't believe that we are that we have been provided with all of the assistance and all of the, um, the knowledge and all of the confidence that we need in order to make that happen for ourselves. So what I wanna do is I wanna help women get there, whether they are in a corporate environment or whether they are a small business owner or they simply wanna grow the confidence that they need in their personal life, their relationships, Maybe they volunteer at organizations that they want to take on more of a visible role. Whatever their passion, whatever their passion is, I want to help them grow in their confidence so they can be better in those roles, right? Because as long as we can empower ourselves, as long as we can walk into that room, right, and you know we can show up, right, we express ourselves in a confident way we are able to change the game. We can do that. And I want to help women do that. That's where over the last few years, my passion has really been on how do I do this? How do I make this happen? And in 2020, that was my vision year, 2020 vision, right? And that was my year to make my coaching business happen, Mm -hmm. to really put myself out there and say, let's do this. Let's link arms, let's partner together and I can help you, I can work with you, and let's make some change happen. So that's really where my passion is right now and how I got here. 
And so with women, you, you help women with coaching, with, with helping them, you know, go further into their passion. What is that one thing that uh, women don't see within themselves or they don't know that they don't know to just get them to that next level? So there's a couple things that I've actually been hearing from the women that I've been speaking to. And one thing that really stands out to me is the challenges and trauma that they experience as young girls. Now, whether that means that they had a parent who did not encourage them as much as they would have wanted them to, or whether they were bullied by others, whether they were um, told they were inferior by others. As, as young girls, as little girls, what I've heard is that these, these adult women still reflect back on their childhood and that has molded them into the women they are today. I've heard several times that they didn't feel they had a safe space to fail that it wasn't okay for them to fail and make mistakes. And so they had to be perfect, even as they were hearing the negative speak in the being bullied and the negative talk. So there is this push pull inside of many of us that we are constantly fighting against where we get to be an adult and we look back on our lives and we don't know who we are. We don't know who we are as a person, as a woman, as a, a career person, who we want to be, our creative side. You know, those emotions that we feel on a daily basis, they are sometimes so impacted and affected by what we've gone through before that we become someone else to satisfy others. And I've heard that many times that, that women just don't know who they are anymore and how, who are they outside of being a mother, a wife, a career person, but who are they? Who am I as Lee? Who is Lee as a person other when I remove all of those other labels? And I think that is one of the most powerful things that I have heard from the women that I've talked, that I've spoken to. Absolutely. I really understand that as where I've been in my career and knowing that, and it, it was subtly taught to me and it was, you know, literally taught to me in certain ways, uh, you know, don't fail. And it wasn't until I was an adult, like maybe 10 years ago that I learned the failure isn't fatal and nor is it final. But yet today I still struggle with that. So what does that do to women? Does it keep them from going down a path that may have been more suitable, something they would, does it keep us from trying things? It does. It does because we hold ourselves back because we are afraid to fail. We take the safe route. We take the comfortable route. We don't step out and take that leap of faith, right? So that's why I think oftentimes we have less women in those corporate executive leadership roles because you have to put yourself out there. You have to be more than just the job you do every day in order to get one of those leadership roles. And then all eyes are on you. And if you fail, what's gonna be said, right? That's just in the corporate world. 
But think about from a small business ownership perspective. Women, you know, because we've been told and we've been conditioned over the years, don't fail, do it right, be a lady, be perfect, right? (laughs) Sometimes the things that we feel passionate about and the things we want to do for ourselves and our business, um, we are afraid. We're held back by fear because what if we don't make it? We don't have that cushion. We don't have that that feeling inside of us that, okay, if I fall down five times, I just get up six. We haven't really been conditioned that way. And so it does, it holds us back. Um, It stops us from going forward and doing the things that we are passionate about. And we play it safe. We play it safe more times than not. And that is where I think over the years, you see that that separation in in how uh, women are uh, going out into the world and the businesses they own and the positions they have compared to our counterparts in men. So I think that is absolutely true. Definitely, because failure is messy. And you talked about being, you know, being a woman and being a lady, and that's not perceived as messy even though it is so so what do we do uh how do we change that do we do you find that women have colleagues in the office that they can bond with or do you think that we're kind of stuck in this way that we see ourselves as ladies as not messy how is that how are those dynamics with the individual so I think we have to find that that sisterhood outside of our normal circles. I think we need to connect with like-minded women who are similar to us and where we want to take ourselves in the future. We can't do things the way we've always done them in the past and expect different results. And I challenge the women listening to this podcast to do something bold. I think we, we play it safe a lot. And I think the way to break ourselves out of that is to do something bold, do something brave, do something you've never done before. Even if it's one time and you are the only one who knows you did it, right? Just yeah. do something, you know, even if it's private, even if it's, you know, there was a, a movie I saw one time and it, it's, um, uh, there was a movie, I don't know if I should say the name, but the movie is, is something new. And it's about a woman who dates interracially for the first time ever, but she was this corporate person and she um, was very focused and, and stoic and all of these things. And everything she had was beige. Everything she had was beige. And the bold thing she did was she painted her toes red. She painted her toes red. It was something she never did and only she and her partner would know that she did it, but it was so outside of her character mm-hmm. that that one thing made her feel brave and bold and that she was doing something for herself. So that boldness wasn't huge, but it was bold in that action. Correct. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be chop your hair off bold. <laughs> That's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what most women do. If they want to do something really bold, they change their hair. But it's as simple as what that bold action, and it's individual, those bold actions, right? That's absolutely right. So my bold action would be very different than your bold action. Um, but it's something that women 
need to understand that they can do solely for themselves. They don't, the world does not have to know what that bold action is, but they need to feel it. They need to know that they did it, that they were brave enough to do this bold action. And I think that's what we need to do more of. And I think we need to find that sisterhood. We need to find our crew, our clique, our group of women who are bold right along with us. And we need to get energized from that. And we need to find power in that. And I think we have to to look at ways that we can drive it and push ourselves forward um, without staying in our comfortable box. We have to break through that box. What opens up to us? What do we learn from, from joining something, from taking bold chances? Well, we learn that it's okay to be different. We don't have to be the same as everyone else. We don't have to, you know, my success is different than your success and it's okay. And we learn that women, yes, we have, we have similarities, absolutely. But each of us are different in our own way. And each of us can be bold and, and brave in very different ways. But it allows us to see that no one is the same. It allows us to see that the diversity of that group of the people that you connect with it can give you power in very different ways. You can see that, and some will share their failures, right? And I think that is an important part as well, is that you'll see that failure happens every single day, but they get up every single day and they start over again. And I think that's where we have to be understanding and, and really getting a different perspective about what it means for us personally to fail, to succeed, to be bold, to take those leaps of faith that we may never have thought to do before um, and just challenge ourselves to start doing the things that we want to do without making um, excuses for why we can't do it. Yeah, it seems like getting beyond that can't, it opens up the world to you, right? absolutely right and you have to change that can't to I absolutely can and I'm gonna do it like in my own way right and you have to sometimes you have to uh you know be uh you have to challenge the norm you have to sometimes you even have to challenge yourself right because we the mental uh gymnastics we go through in our own minds that stop us from moving forward we have to sometimes quiet that those negative voices in our own head where maybe the others external, those voices aren't as impactful, but we still replay those words in our own mind over and over again. And we have to silence that. We have to stop that ourselves because at that point, we're the ones holding ourselves back and we can't do that anymore. We have to push it forward. Mm -hmm. And did you... It seems like you've learned a lot of these lessons yourself. And is that why you feel it's so important to teach it? Yes, absolutely. I did. I mean, there have been times where I failed. There have been times where I have done something. I'm like, wow, did I really absolutely 
man, that was so messed up, right? Um, and so then I had to, you know, I had to pick myself up and I had to, you know, start all over again, whether it's in my, my corporate career, um, whether it's in my relationships, my personal life. Um, even with, you know, the coaching, I just, you know, I, I really started to help women in 2020. Um, but that isn't an, uh, an immediate thing. That's something where I have to understand myself that it takes time and effort and focus, and it's not overnight. And so, you know, as people are looking at their careers and themselves, they have to consider that maybe they had success in something else. And they try something new and they may not have that same success and that's okay, right? And I think we have to balance our own expectations of ourselves and how we're going to succeed. And I had to do that over the years. Uh, separately, I am, a, I am a, an author of romance novels under a pen name. Yes, <laughs> right. It's that you know that I'm going. That's another passion. But yeah, yeah. But even with that, that hasn't been perfect. That ha I've had to. That was something new and different, and I took a leap of faith. And it sometimes I fail, and sometimes I succeed, and I just have to keep on going. So many of these lessons and and the things that I'm working with women on today. I've been there. I've done that. I've been through it. And I, you know, I fall down and I get right back up and I want to help them with that. If they're having those challenges, partner with someone who's been there, who, who can understand what you're going through, who can help coach and mentor you on the next steps and how to get through those challenges. Because when you do it on your own, it is very difficult. You don't know what you don't know. And so working with someone and, and having someone in your corner who can help you understand how to navigate, give you tips and tools. I wish I'd had that. I wish I did. Um, and I didn't. And I had to learn on my own. Yeah. I, I think nowadays with the web, it just makes it so much. So it, it's it's opened up a whole world to us. It's helped us lead the lives that we want to live, but yet there's so much there. So how do you help women? I take it it's an online type of a coaching situation, right? It is. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching with women for a, t a period of time, either three months or six months, depending on the challenges they're trying to overcome. So I work with them one-on-one. -on -one. We meet every other week and we do face-to-face -face meetings over Zoom or another um, online camera visibility function. Um, but then I also have um, a group coaching program that I'll be working on later this year so that those people who don't necessarily or aren't ready for the one-on-one -on -one coaching, they can still get support. They can still get the guidance and information, but it's in a group setting and it's less pressure, I think. Some like the, you know, less pressure rather than the one-on-one. -on -one. So, but I do both of those and I help women with whatever their challenges are. That sounds exciting. So it sounds like you have you, you're multi-passionate, you have a full life. And would you call it, I don't, I don't like calling it juggling because I don't think that's fair. I think we're allowed to have many different things, but, but how do you manage everything? How do you? So it can be tough. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it can be tough, but I think when you are 
so passionate and so focused on what you want to do, you do find a way. Um, and, and I think, you know, we oftentimes say, well, you know, you can't have it all. Yes, you can, but your having it all may be different than my having it all. Right. And so, and so I think for me personally, I have to focus on what I can focus on at the time. Mm -hmm. I have my day job. I have my coaching business. I have my author, author writing business, and then I have my family. And so I try to make sure that I don't give so much of myself to one of those areas that I have no time for myself, my husband, my children, because my family is extremely important to me. Um, But there are 24 hours in a day. Um, I do get my eight hours of sleep every day. Mm -hmm. I do, you know, relax by reading a book. (laughs) You know, I read a book, uh, you know, a day on the weekend. Um, And so I really do focus on where are the efficiencies, where can I focus on making the best, the greatest impact, um, I carve out time to write when need be, and I carve out time for my coaching business. And so I do make it all work, and I and I try and make sure that I don't overwhelm myself with too much. And so I do think women can have it all, depending on what that definition is for them. So it sounds like in having it all means you're you're really choosing. You're making some some choices of what you're going to focus on with the amount of time that you have. So if there's somebody who wants, I I think we, there's a phrase that I like is that uh, painful uh, new beginnings are sometimes disguised as painful endings. Mm -hmm. Do do you have to give away something that maybe isn't so satisfying, but you've chosen the core of what you really like and who you really are. And then you go forward with that. I think so. I think there are things that so for me, maybe it's not, um, you know, my, my kind of my guilty pleasure is reading, as I mentioned, right? So, so on those days where I did absolutely nothing, I could sit on my couch and I could have a glass of wine and I would read all day, all day. Um, now I don't do that as much. I may read just one book and then I'm done because then I do need to focus on, you know, writing, you know, a, a few words on paper for my next book. Or, you know, I take, instead of on Sunday, instead of reading all day, I may say, okay, let me focus on my coaching business. And let me focus on that now. And then once I'm done, I can enjoy myself and read a book. So it's not necessarily giving up something in totality, but it is maybe reducing the amount of time that I would focus and I would sit on my couch reading and I would say, okay, let me get some things done first. Let me make sure that the business is taken care of first. And then I'll focus on the fun and the pleasure. Because that makes sense to me because I, I can think of women who are listening to this going, oh, I can't do just one more thing. And so it's not, you don't have to give up everything and anything. You have focused on your priorities. You've made your decisions about what is right for you. And I think as women, it's giving yourself permission to really do that, right? Absolutely. Give you per- give yourself permission to take care of yourself and your priorities and what's important to you. And I would actually encourage women if they are thinking about, you know, how can I do all of this? What, you know, I can't add one more thing. Identify your priority list and is number one, you know, whatever is number one, two, three, and really identify what is your priority list 
And when you get down to the, that last thing, just like this is the last thing on my list, is that something that you truly feel you can give up? Is it something that is a passion? Is it something that brings you income? Is it something that keeps you healthy uh, and, and active? Is it something that impacts your life in a positive way? And if it is, then I would encourage them to really think about, okay, what can I do? Is it that maybe I can't go riding uh, my, my, my bike cross country every day? Um, so maybe I do it every other day because then I need to bring in something else so I can spend more time with my family. Is it that, you know, I binge watch TV. Now, mind you, I love to binge watch shows. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Um, but do you binge watch a show every weekend or do you set one weekend a month, right? So it's really about understanding the priorities and where they fit in your world. And I would encourage women to write down that priority list and see, you know, what's really, what are really they focusing on and how do they fit everything into the world that they want? Don't let, you know, if, as much as they can, don't let others dictate what is a priority for them. They have to make that themselves. So I'm a woman who I, I just have too many priorities. I have too many things. I can't figure this out for myself, but they do need a coach. How would they get involved? How would they find you? Uh, are you taking clients? What is what is that process with you know to get in touch with you? Absolutely. So I am on social media. Um, they can find me on Facebook under Alexa Dom Coaching. I have a page there where they can reach out to me. I also am on Instagram and Twitter as Alexa Dom Coach. They also can go to and visit my website. Uh, and it's just HTTPS colon slash slash alexadomcoach.com. Um, so there is no www in there for my website. And I would encourage anyone who is interested in talking further or maybe seeing what that process is to schedule a 30 minute discovery call with me. It is absolutely free. It's a 30 minute discussion just to understand the goals, what their challenges are, what they're trying to accomplish to see if there's a, a way that we can work together and then we can talk about next steps from there. But even if maybe they're not ready at the time to hire a coach, I have other ways that I can provide information and guidance um, by, you know, through my newsletter that they can sign up to either on my website or on Facebook, or they can also join my private Facebook community where I try and give lots of great information um, and they can join that group. It's Ready, Set, Goals right on Facebook where they can join um, and get really good information. And I go live every week uh, where I provide guidance to the members and giving them some free coaching tips that they can use right away. That's wonderful. And you've given, I'll put those links um, on the website where they can um, you know, find that um, by clicking through. Uh, wherever anybody gets their podcast. So they'll be able to find that information. And you've given a lot of great information today, Lee. I, you know, and a lot of women will, I know like myself, it, it's just so good to hear that from somebody, you know, to keep your, keep your focus. And, and I know that a lot of us could use a coach like you. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I was able to join you. This has been great. Yeah, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Christina. Now, 
Go after your passion.